You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's you. And oh, my goodness, it was a good night last night in DFS baseball, and it's going to be a good day today as well. Chris Meany. You know, I, uh, I'd say we are on fire, but I think it's past that now. I think whatever the next stage of hotness, it kind of remembers, uh, you know, back in science class, back in the day when you had those Bunsen burners and the flame turned blue. I think that's where we are right now. We're like the blue flame. That's where we are right now, dude. Yeah, get some shout outs on Twitter. You know, people are getting a little freaked out. Uh, I am as well. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little weird, especially with your calls, man. Like, they just happen early. Like, you just get them out of the way. Boom. That First game was delayed a little bit, but even still, Paul Goldschmidt went deep, like, second half. Well, back. I remember I feel like the games had just started, and I got a uh, text from you, and I looked, and you're like, First inning again. <laughs> I said, Get out of here. I couldn't even believe it. I had just sat down, and I turned on the TV. I was watching the, I was watching some of the, it was a Steve Bartman documentary was on. Oh, nice. You know, I kind of got caught up in that. And next thing I know, I got a text from you. And I'm thinking, oh my God, no way, really? And then like a little bit later, Rosario went yard. So we, do you realize now that we've gone double dong more times than we've gone over in the last uh, two weeks? Oh, man, it's amazing. That is yeah. crazy. Hopefully we can continue to, to ride this. I know a lot of people are playing home run pools. Like on Fandle, there's home run challenges that you can get in on, and some of them are free. Um, All right, well, then I should be in this every day. I really? Think, I think we should really actually happen. try it. Yeah, we should, we should get in there and try it. Um, you know, there's obviously a beat the streak, you know, for years. I've, I was trying that. I got out of it. That's not a home run call. Um, but nonetheless, like <laughs> calling home runs, it's a hit. It, it was one of the two yesterday for me. Actually, I was back and forth between Eddie Rosario and Matt Olson. I'm like, ah, oh, we've done Matt Olson a couple times, but he also yeah. went. Yeah, and you know what of mine my other one was Ozuna I and, you, and he game. went yard right after gold went yard right after and I was like well I would have been okay either way yeah. which is good. I was still a little sore about the screwing up of the mats in Oakland so Chris and I yeah. calling our shot again we both got it right again good time so the pressure's on it is. try to deliver as always but it is fascinating to think that there there's been more times where we've both gone right on the same show in the last two or even three weeks now then we've gone zero. So one of us has always got it right. And then we've had a bunch of nights where we've had two first, which is, I mean, that's, this is not normal. Everybody no. out there, this is not, we recognize this streak is not normal. Yeah. It's a fun streak we've been on. Let's take a look at yesterday too. Some of the other things that we got right and wrong. We talked a ton. Yesterday we had a whole Derek Dietrich conversation. Did we ever? I wish we had picked him because he <laughs> went yard three times. We did talk a lot about that lineup, Chris. We talked a ton about uh, them scoring runs and they scored 11 in this one against the Pirates, which we were all over, which is a good thing for sure. So uh, just great stuff there. Derek Dietrich, I mean. 12 of his last 17 hits have gone for home runs. That well, is somebody absurd. asked me today on Twitter. They said, is this for real or is this just guy in the right ballpark with the right time on a hot streak? And I think it's probably more of that. But it's kind of the same tale of Scooter Gannett when you think about it. Because Scooter was another one of these guys, kind of utility guy, whatever. And next thing you know, he goes to – Cincinnati and something clicks for him and he just becomes a monster so I don't know I mean I'm starting to buy into it a little bit he's 17 home runs here 
and we're not even at June 1st. That's nuts. That is nuts. And yeah, like I said, I mean, 12 of his last 17 hits have been for home runs. I mentioned yesterday his fly ball rate at 52%. Just looking at, at everybody, you know, in the bigs right now for, for fly ball percentage. And you know what? That is the highest in baseball. I mean, you, you get guys like Gary Sanchez who's not qualified. Uh, Jay Bruce, not qualified. These guys are not getting in enough bat-bats. Matt Olson, not qualified, 52%. But Dietrich is right there, 52%, and he has enough bats to qualify. So, I mean, you're playing in that ballpark, and you're hitting a lot of fly, bot, fly balls. Um, it's going to well, happen fly for you. Fly bots. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really weird, though, when you look, because last year in Miami it was 36%. So, you wonder if guys, like, guys are looking into their launch angles. I know Josh Bell had said that before in a podcast I was doing over at, you know, The Athletic. They, they look at that kind of stuff and look at the season that Josh Bell is having. So the move from Miami, maybe Dietrich wasn't thinking so much about home runs, playing in that ballpark, all of a sudden going over to Cincinnati, playing in, you know, that great small ballpark. It's, you know, that's probably on your mind. And right now he's crushing them. And I like the fact that he's hitting that four spot in that order. It's, you know, it's pretty solid. And they have an early game again today. And yeah. Uh, it's not a bad call <laughs> no it's not and look Wainwright was great in that game too I mean that Phillies lineup struggling 10 strikeouts for Wainwright that's crazy that's like that's yes, like 2006 nice. Wainwright that's a long time ago oh, uh, yeah. that Boyd could not have been much better than we hoped for my favorite pitcher on the board yesterday I basically on the show if you listened I wrote a love letter to Matt Boyd and uh wouldn't you know it eight strikeouts six scoreless innings Dylan Bundy pitched pretty well in this one too he did he had a bunch of strikeouts also which was good but not good enough no. See, I would have – like I said yesterday, I would have taken a shot on him. Like, the time to take a shot on Bundy is when they play mediocre teams like, yes, agreed. like those ones, right? But it's – when you're going up against Boyd, it's yeah, – No, well, that's why Boyd was a lock. They, they yeah. just had to do enough. They scored three runs. That was enough. The Orioles scored zero. And there you go. There you have it. That's what you want. Uh, we did talk about the Marlins a little bit. It wasn't quite the Marlins we talked about. But Harold Ramirez did have three hits in that game. So, he did deliver and return on investment. We chatted about him. But Cooper and Alfaro went yard in that one. Uh, the Red Sox price was good, but unfortunately, the bullpen gave it up. Did we they were ever. kind of we were very picky and choosy. We liked him on the Fanduel where he was cheaper, not so much on DK where he was expensive. So I feel good about that one. Uh, Strasburg was good. That was one we were off, so I'll take us to task yeah. there. Yeah, Strasburg was good. Yeah, and and uh, look, it's it's good to see the Nationals show up and score five runs. That's that's a positive. Uh, the Twinkies, Eddie Rosario, you were right as well about that one. That's that's positive. Uh, Lucas Giolito, another guy. There were two pitchers we talked about yesterday, Boyd and Giolito at length. Giolito, eight innings, brilliant performance there, bunch of strikeouts. Dominant. Everything you want, just absolutely dominant. I mean, what more could you ask for? He gave up the three runs in the first. Then after that, boom, forget Ten, it. 10K, he's now 7-1 no on the season. Yeah, he's it's – and it's time for, you know, I was a little hesitant on him, to be honest. It's time to just give him the respect. I mean, he's he's proving why he was taken, I believe, third overall back in the day. I mean, not even that far, 2015. It's just some struggles with his command, really. We know the strikeout potential is there. He's looked good now for quite some time, Joe. Actually, he finished strong last year, too. So it's nice yep. to see. It is nice to see, for sure. Uh, I was wrong about John Lester. Well, actually, John Lester was just wrong about Alex Bregman. So basically, <laughs> here you go. Here's the deal. If, if John Lester could have just got Alex Bregman out once, yeah, he would have had a shot in this game. But unfortunately, he went yard not once but twice. So uh, yeah, the exact so same spots too. I don't know yeah. if, if anybody has seen the highlights, but it was is basically the exact same spot. A guy in a green shirt had a, had a t two chances to catch that ball, and he he blew it. He blew it. He totally blew it there. 
Uh, we were also on, uh, again, the Oakland A's offense, uh, which was, you know, we, we like to keep going with those guys because they've been hot. Olsen, obviously, another home run. Marcus Simeon, a home run, too. Uh, good to see two hits from Otani. We talked about him, too. He was kind of cheaply priced. Hopefully, two hits, two RBI. He starts to break out a little bit. That would be good. You know, I finally threw in the towel on the Rangers against the lefties. I said, no more. I'm yeah. out. And, and then, of course, they scored 11 runs. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we faded um, Frankie Montas, and that was good. It was his, it was his worst showing. He had no feel on his on his off speed stuff. I mean, he gave up the four runs in the second inning, but he walked five, which is unlike him because he hasn't been walking anybody. And you're right, you were on Otani, and he he was the one who delivered in the top of the ninth, and you know, in a two RBI single. So. He's going to be a value again today against a righty if you're looking to get into, you know, just some of the day stuff that's happening. Today. And Montas, I mean, he had no business being $11,000 pitcher. That's that's why we faded him. Like, he's and having a good had, year. We like him the rest of the year. Yeah. But, I mean, when he gets up near 11000 you know, Nine, two. a couple over David Price, like, it's just isn't. Oh, crazy. Up. It was madness. We stayed away from it. All in all, I give us a, a, a strong A- minus like yesterday. I'm not going to give us this a straight A, although maybe I should because we did go double dog. Yeah. I don't know. I'll give us the A- minus. Just because the of the Lester star. thing kind of irritated me. But, I mean, Boyd, Giolito, the two home runs. It was a good day. But that was yesterday, and it's now Wednesday. It's a new day. It's a new yes, day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. We got a couple day games on the slate today, Chris. So uh, those always throw a wrench into things. You always got to love that. We got the Pirates and Reds, Desclafani and Brault. And we got Chris Paddock after uh, missing some time with a stiff neck. He's going to take on James Paxton, who's back for the Yankees at 1 o'clock. Then you got a 3 o'clock game here. Griffin Canning and Daniel Megden, A's versus Angels. And then you've got LeClerc as the opener against Wade LeBlanc, Texas, and Seattle. So another lefty. Boy, the Mariners have a ton of lefties. You just realize it when you just start looking at it. You go, man, there's a ton of lefties there. So I'm going to start with the question. Is Wade LeBlanc good enough where you go, uh, nope, you throw the lefty thing out the window again and say, screw it. I'm burned because, you know, it was Tommy Malone. But then it was Gonzalez, and now it's Wade LeBlanc, and I don't know what to think anymore. I'm all cross-eyed. Yeah, you know, the hitting coach for the Rangers, Chris Woodward, had said after, I think it was Sunday's game against another lefty where they struggled, he had said that he was happy that the Rangers were going to face five lefties in a row because this is what they have as a team, and they're not getting away from it. Guys like Chu, Mazzaro, uh, Odor, like there's a ton of lefties in this lineup and they're just going to have to get used to it is basically what he was oh, saying. What a refreshing idea. It's like, how is anybody <laughs> going to get better at anything? It's like, what are you good at? But I'm this not, is the core of their team. What are they going to do? That's all they have is well, lefties. It's like saying, I'm not really good at skateboarding. Well, then you should <laughs> well, ever again. continue to skateboard every day. Practice, yeah, but how practice, am I going to get better, practice. coach? Well, I don't know, but definitely not by skateboarding. But I actually yeah. want to get better at skateboarding. Well, actually skateboarding, not a good idea. <laughs> no, I, this like, is not where I'm going to go for, for my offense. Um, but I, I mean, I, I don't hate the idea of maybe Mazzaro found something last night with a bomb. I know Anders has been Anders has been really good all season long. Chu has been unbelievable, but he's up to the $5,000 mark, so you're not getting a discount. Cabrera is somebody that we've liked if you want to you want to go that way, but I'm just going to attack this Pirates game. I mean, this Pirates and Reds game, I think that's where a lot of the offense comes. We talked yesterday about the Angels being, you know, decent against right-handed pitchers, but keep an eye on Trout. I, he, he admitted yesterday after the game he's been playing with, a, you know, a bummed foot. He fouled the ball off his foot, so he could either DH or just sit this one out. So that I, you know, the Angels' offense is not appealing without him. So I think I'm just going right to the Reds and to the Pirates and and having yeah, some of these bats. I'm with the Reds and the A's today, uh, especially on the FanDuel side. On the FanDuel side, you got Olsen at 2.9, Simeon 3.3, uh, Chapman's 4.1, but still 
Yeah, you can Oriano 2.5. You can get all kinds of A's in a day game slate today. And on the red side, Puig's 3.2. Uh, Dietrich, even though it's against the lefty, I don't know how long Brault's going to be in that game, so I'm not really concerned. 2.9 for him. I'll ride the wave of Derek Dietrich. Sure. that he's red hot right now. Baseball's a game of streaks. So, to me, that's how I go. And I'm going to – and I can still afford Chris Paddock. With all the – that's the thing. I want Paddock today. It's Yankee Stadium. Maybe it's not like big bright lights or whatever, but it is Yankee Stadium. And if there's one thing I've learned about Chris Paddock this year, this guy's a money pitcher. He shows up when it counts. I'll take Chris Paddock against the Yankees today. I don't care if it's chalk. I don't care. I want Paddock, and I want the Reds, and I want the A's. That's how I'm going about the day slate. How about you? Or you want to go Paddock, or you want to go Paxson, or you want to go – No, no, no. I'm with you. I want to go Paddock as well. Um, You know, I think – Paxson could be you could try that route with a little contrarian GPP I will have like a share or two of him because the strikeout totals obviously really high I mean before he got hurt career high 12.4 K per nine and the Padres take out more than anybody but they're also on the flip side of that you know there could be some rust you know he was walking a ton of guys home runs have been an issue for him over the past couple of years like usually I mean, at the start of this his career he was keeping the ball on the ground like it was 50 percent 50 percent last year 39 percent so far this year 32%. So I, I think there's an opportunity maybe to to pick on him in some spots and roster him in other ones if that makes sense. But I mean, the Dietrich thing is much like Torres against Baltimore. Like Dietrich has done this now right. several times against Pittsburgh. He just seems to own them. So yeah, you have to ride that out. And Oakland, yeah, I glossed over them. Glad you brought him up. Again, their entire... Well, again, this is the FanDuel side too. Like yeah, that, they're talking about them when you got a single pitcher paddock, which is honestly, I think, where I'd prefer to play today if I'm playing day slate. I'll go fan. And, th- and this is why I love this show because you and I are going to say, okay, today you got these four games or six games or whatever it is and whatever slates we're doing. And we'll say, okay, here's the four games. You go with the single pitcher on FanDuel, you go with these two stacks and you ride it out in cash and you see what happens. I, th- yeah. I think that is very beneficial and time saving for a lot of people out there who want to play DFS, but they go, oh, I don't have hours and hours to prepare for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just thank you. Thank you for a very, uh, very gung ho, uh, you know. Very excited there. <laughs> Did you get less excited there, Canadian kindness? Could you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I got no. I mean, yes. I'm super excited. I, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going to continue. I was like, like yeah, I was. Just, no, no, I'm just, I'm just. Have a sip of a sip of the Canadian coffee here this morning. Get me. Oh, oh you were up. drinking. Yeah. Oh, that's. I was, what was like, like mm, that was yeah. the awkward silence. <laughs> I, still love I thought you were going to continue to go with no. you know what you were feeling, but no, no you, the strategy that happens. You know, that's one of the radio things. Sometimes when you hear the awkward silence, it's because someone's drinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, I have a coffee this morning to get me fired up. Well, you need one. That's good. All right, yeah. keep drinking that coffee there. All right, <laughs> Shane Bieber taking on the Red Sox in Boston. Ryan Weber on the other side of this one. Uh, look, Bieber's got strikeout potential, but I'm going to fade him today in this one. Six o'clock start, too, so it gets wacky. Some nasty and, weather here with these next three games, I yeah, think. Yeah, a little bit, too. Same thing with Philadelphia, too, which – you got Aaron Nola on the hill against the Cardinals. And with this Phillies lineup right now, I'm just – I'm reeling still. I mean, they are just – they just can't get it together every time you think a little bit. But it's going to be heavy rain, so chances are – Do you respect, though, that the Vegas continues to give them? 5.7 team implied total. I mean, uh, yeah, oh, look. you're not going to see a total like that anywhere else besides the Reds in the early one. Even in Colorado. A game in Colorado. Well, it's because the guy pitching for the Cardinals is named Genesis Cabrera, which I'm pretty sure is a stripper in Miami. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a stripper in Miami named Genesis Cabrera. I'm just putting that out there. It's, so you're probably correct. No, I'd say you're 100% correct. 100% correct. Okay. Uh, so anyway, let's move on there because that one doesn't look like it's going to get in. I've also got some uh, rain potentially in this one. 
with Baltimore and John Means against Ryan Carpenter. Now, I like Means. People know that I like to take my shots. I don't know if I'm feeling lucky enough tonight to do that. It's, it's not terrible to go against the Tigers because that is not a great offense. But I don't know. I just don't know if he can score enough for you tonight with the way some of the other pitching is out there. So I, I'm going to fade away from this one as well. In terms of offense, I'm also going to fade away. This only had three runs. What is it? with three runs between the two teams yesterday when they were all from Detroit. So um, I'm not looking for a big offensive standpoint. So let's move on to the next one. Trent Thornton, who's been pretty good lately against Blake Snell. Snell is 11.3 on DraftKings on FanDuel. He's 11.8. Thornton, 8.3 on FanDuel, 8 on DraftKings. So obviously we all know Snell's great. Snell's the chalk tonight, blah, blah, blah. However, is there any contrarian love tonight with Trent Thornton, who's been pretty good? Can he do enough to keep them in this game? Can the Blue Jays offense do enough or is this, you know what, let's not get fancy and stay away from it. Yeah, I think it's let's not get fancy. I I do see where you're going and Thornton's been a favorite of ours. You know, we've been taking some shots on him because he's been striking some guys out and the Rays strike out, you know, a ton. So, but even still, like I just cannot get behind this Jays lineup and, you know, even in, in matchups where they've gone against contact pitchers, they've just failed to get, you know, anything done at the plate at all. So I think Snell is, is just, yeah, he's jock, but you know, I, I, you got to roll him out there. You have to play him. If you want to get nuts, maybe you can go Thornton, but I, I, I'm going to pick on Thornton just a little bit. You know, he's given up seven home runs to lefties. He's got a high fly ball rate. Uh, so I think guys like Austin Meadows, who's having a heck of a year, you know, like hitting around 350. He's got double-digit bombs. G-Man Choi is someone that we've liked, a value on both sites. I mean, he's 2-8 on, on FanDuel and on DraftKings. You know, he checks in at 3-7. And Brendan Lowe is another lefty in this in this lineup. And Tommy Pham has been, you know, under the radar. He's got a double-digit hit streak going on. He, he's scoring runs. He's driving in runs. He's hitting home runs. So uh, I, I like I a Tampa stack today, actually. All right, you got Pablo Lopez at home with the Marlins taking on Massive Bumgarner and the Giants. 9.9 for Bumgarner, 6.6 for Pablo Lopez on DraftKings. On FanDuel, 7.6 for Lopez, 9.7 for Bumgarner. Now, it's funny. Lionstar app really likes Pablo Lopez. I like Lopez, too. I just hate going up against Bumgarner. Yeah, see, that's that's where I struggle with it, too. Now, here's the thing. That makes it, I feel like, the ultimate tournament play. This is not a single-entry tournament play by any means. This is a a GPP multi-entry kind of play to get involved with Lopez. And I do think people will see this as an opportunity because of the Giants lineup and because they, you know, a lot of things that should be this year, especially this last week or so, have not, have not been. So if you were to beat Bumgarner tonight, it would not be shocking at all. And I guess it's when you look at this lineup and, you know, this this lineup struggles against right-handed pitching. And I think that, I especially as a secondary pitcher tonight on DraftKings at 6-6, it's hard not to want shares of him in a tournament. As a single pitcher on FanDuel, I have a bit harder time swallowing it. However, as a secondary guy, I think the ownership's going to be very high on Pablo Lopez tonight, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, and originally when I was looking at this slate before I checked out Linestar, I was looking to see where the value would be, and it was the two pitchers. It was actually John Means and Pablo Lopez, and I like Lopez a little bit more. He's he's shown us, you know, a lot more. Like he had an outing against Atlanta, six scoreless, six K. He had an outing against the Mets not long ago, seven scoreless, seven K. Like he strikes guys out. He keeps the ball on the ground, and you know the Giants just don't have a whole lot to offer, like you mentioned, Joe. So I, I can get behind Lopez as a tournament option. It's amazing. This game, there's not one bat on FanDuel that touches the $3,000 mark. Not wow. one. Not 
one. Wait, and Miami both scored teams? both oh teams. God, both. I've teams. never seen that. I've never seen that either. And it's not even like there's one guy at two nine. Like Longoria. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? I don't care. I don't care if it's Bumgarner. It, Harold Ramirez right. is at two point six. I'll take my chance. So that's where I was going. You mentioned Ramirez yesterday. So he extended his hit streak to eight games. He's got nine runs scored over the, over those eight games, and he's got six multi-hit games over that span. So he's either been hitting in the five or six spot, or he's been up in that two spot. So keep an eye on him in the order, and I don't think it really matters. You know, he's really feeling it. And Linestar is all over this too. Like Sterling Castro's two two. I get he's going up against Baumgartner and he struggled, but you know, if you want to get Snell, uh, Snell in there, that's this is how, this is how you do it. You you go to Ramirez or you go to Castro or Anderson. Like these guys are just. Yeah, Snell sport. Lopez and put Cooper and, and Ramirez or something like that because Cooper's got some pop too. He, yeah, he went yard yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that guy's you know he's always had that. And Brian Anderson's not a terrible player either. You know, not none of these guys are exciting from fantasy standpoint. No. Although Harold Ramirez, I think I does like have Ramirez. Him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think we're gonna go back to that well again. Doubling down on Harold Ramirez today. That's how it goes. Annabelle Sanchez and the Nationals against Kevin Gossman and the uh, Atlanta Braves. This one's gonna be in Atlanta. Kevin Gossman seven point three. On FanDuel, he is on DraftKings 8.3, so $1,000 difference, so a big differential there. I like Gossman in this one. I think he's kind of the safer fade away from the very top. I think if you want to just kind of be in the middle, Gossman's a good one to do it with. And you could even go Gossman and Pablo Lopez because I, I think that, you know, you look at Gossman's last three starts, they've been good enough. That Nationals lineup, although it was better yesterday, it was against Max Fried. I think Gossman's a higher-level pitcher, so for me, I think – that's where I'm going to go. And I don't have a lot of faith in Annabelle Sanchez. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to risk it a little bit. And Austin Riley, again, you oh, look at man, another one. That just continues to rake. Now, finally, the price has moved up. He's 3.8 now on FanDuel. So finally, it's moved up. On DK, he's been in the mid-fours now for a couple yeah. days. So he's, uh, he's almost one of the exp- most expensive. He'll be one of the most expensive bats. I don't know if he'll, if he'll pass Acuna or Freeman, but, he, I mean, he's already passed J.D. and Marcakis and, you know, Swanson is up there at 4-8. But... He's 4-6 tonight, yeah. and Freddie Freeman's 5-2, Swanson's 4-8, Acuna's 5. So he's, he is like that next tier beneath them. But yet, I think he's a better investment because, again, it's a baseball, game of streaks. Guys were hot. Guys are seeing the ball where it looks like a giant grapefruit. It makes a difference. All right, Kyle Hendricks in Houston against Wade Miley. What are your feelings on this one? Because Hendricks is a pitcher I always like, especially at home. I don't love him on the opposite end of this going into Houston, even though it's Wade Miley. I don't know. I just, I prefer him in the National League ballpark against, you know, teams that he can handle a little bit. I, I'm a little f- afraid of this one. I think some people will like it. I don't. Lionstar doesn't love it tonight either. What are your feelings about it? Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I, I Kendricks is one of those guys who... Yeah, he can limit the damage with his ground ball rate. He's a good ratio guy. You know, sometimes doesn't really walk a whole lot of guys, but doesn't strike out a lot of guys either. And as much as the past couple of days, I've been on the under in this game, and I've been completely wrong. I just look at the Astros lineup. I'm like, okay, no Altuve. I mean, Carrera sat out there one game. Springer's been out of the lineup, and there's been decent pitchers and Hamels and Lester going up against this lineup. And and all Houston did is score 15 runs in two games. So I don't have the respect that. DraftKings has for Hendricks at 9-2. Like, it's just – it's not an option for me. The wind's blowing out the left. Not a fan. All right. This next one I'm a fan of. You got the Royals. You got the White Sox in Chicago. Okay. Now, granted, Merrifield, Mondesi, all super expensive as usual on DK Bod. Again, I mentioned yesterday, the FanDuel has – is buy, buy, buy. They've dropped all the prices on these guys. Finally, Merrifield, 3.9. Mondesi, 3.8. Hunter Dozier, 3.8. Hooray. 
I'm going here. I like this tonight. I want pieces of this game. Uh, it's Reynaldo Lopez against Glenn Sparkman, who I'm pretty sure owns the strip club. <laughs> going to say that. works. <laughs> Just saying Glenn yes. Sparkman is yes. the name of a guy probably who owns a strip club in Miami. Oh, man. Genesis Cabrera and Glenn Sparkman. Please welcome to the stage, Genesis Cabrera. (laughs) Filling in for Genesis Cabrera, Glenn Sparkman. Yeah, not good. Listen, Lopez, yeah, you're right to pick on Lopez. You know, big fly ball rate. And, you know, I I was looking at some of these lefties because for Lopez, and that's kind of where the struggles have come from so far this year. I mean, eight home runs against against, uh, left-handed bats. Then left-handed bats are slashing 317, 404, 583 with a 411 Woba. So I was looking through that, like Nicky Lopez atop that lineup. He's getting on base, doesn't have a lot of power, but he's 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 got that leadoff spot. They started him off in the in the two hole, and and yeah. he's been moved up to the leadoff. He makes a lot of contact. He takes pitches, he takes his walks, he gets on base at the table. But Ryan O'Hearn, a lefty bat who has some power. Haven't seen a ton of it so far this season. Uh, I, you know, he kind of stood out to me as a value. And then looking over at the Line Star app, they like him as well as a value bat, you know, especially on the FanDuel side, a lefty against Lopez. So I, I think you're onto something, Joe, with these KC bats. Again, it's, it's FanDuel. They're super expensive still on DK. Yeah. So you can't really do that. I wish I could, but I can't. So whatever. This is, this, is, this is a more FanDuel-heavy slate today for me. The DK pricing is, is super tight. All right, let's get to these last two here. We've got Robbie Ray, five innings. Uh, Robbie Ray against uh, Jeff Hoffman at the Colorado Rockies. I'm just going to call him uh, five, five and two thirds. Yeah, I'm going to call him five and two thirds. Robbie, five and two thirds. It's like <laughs> the worst mob name ever. He's going against Jeff Hoffman there. So lefties against Eno and Arenado. Me like. He's 5.6, though. Super expensive. Uh, same thing with Trevor Story, 5.2. On the FanDuel side, Arenado, 4.9. Trevor Story, 4.6. Now, you, we talked about Daniel Murphy, you know, starting to heat up a little bit now. Murphy, if he's hitting like cleanup in this order, he's a guy that's hit left-handed pitching before. Yeah. If he's in the lineup, I don't have a problem with getting him involved in this game at all at 3.6 on FanDuel or 4.1 on DK. I don't have a problem with this at all. I think it's a little contrarian play because people just see it and automatically fade off of it. But Daniel Murphy's a professional hitter. This whole this whole season's been just incredibly weird. I don't understand what's going on with him and how they – put him out there and don't put him out there in certain situations. Yeah, I don't get it either, but uh, you know, the, he's shown signs, eight hits in his last seven starts. Like that's at least positive for a guy who's hitting 224 on the season. Like his uh, just looking at his ownership in in season long leagues and on Yahoo is is actually jumping up. So people had cut their ties with him. They're, you know, he's starting to get some traction. He's got three multi-hit games over that run as well. Uh, and, you know, he's been hitting cleanup, like you said, four or five spot. I, I don't know if he's going to get in against a lefty. I, I, he should, but he's, he's sat against lefties. You're right. He's hit them well before in the past. Ian Desmond is a guy who's hit lefties well before in the past as well, who's not getting everyday at-bats. Those are guys I would take shots on. You know, anytime you can get a bat in Colorado with the ceiling that you know that they can reach in the mid-threes against Robbie, five and two-thirds Ray, you got to do it. Hey, Robbie, five and two-thirds. How you doing? And then, of course, we got Noah Syndergaard and Walker Bueller. This is one of those 50-50 games. Both Man, these guys Bueller, Bueller's 11K on Fandle, Joe. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it's funny. And then you go and you go on DK and he's 9-6. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's so bizarre. Syndergaard 9-1 on Fandle, 9-3. So comparable, okay, in the same neighborhood. But a huge variance in price. On DK, I could get behind Bueller in this one because Syndergaard's been so damn inconsistent. Plus, he's at home. I think he always kind of... 
you know, take that side of things. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think mostly I'm running away from this game tonight because it's just this is a coin flip, and you know how I feel about the coin flip games. Yeah, I feel right there with you with the coin flip because I, I see this being like a 2-1, 3-2. I, I think that Walker Bueller has has figured things out, and, you know, he's not walking guys. 1.7 walks per nine. The, the ground ball rate has been, over these last couple starts, much like it was, you know, last year at 50%. And, you know, overall, it's only 41%. But he's 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 really turned things around from the start of the year. So I just think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And, you know what, if I'm going to do anything, I might just go oppo and go Syndergaard because I think people are a little sour on him, a little – you know, well, he's earned it. I mean, let's be honest. He has. He's earned he's it. Earned it. He's he hasn't been great. It. He's been inconsistent. And that's what it is. It's, and I think that's what's infuriating is every time he has a good start, you want to buy in, and then he follows it up with a turd. And then you just look around, and you go, okay, and then you miss – and then you took a bath on that one, and then the next one you miss out on. So I don't know. What, what are we up to? What was the last start? Was it good or bad? I guess that's what we have to judge whether or not. And it's frustrating. If it was yeah, – I don't know. If it was another pitcher maybe, if it – you know, you look at the the Dodgers, and you know, if it was against Ryu, I would still want Ryu. If it was Bueller, I'm I'm probably more on Bueller. If it was Kershaw, like I'm trying to think. Even so Syndergaard's last one has been bad. I mean, he gave up ten hits. So I guess tonight's the good one. Detroit. It's amazing looking at this game log. It really is four runs, two runs, four five, four five zero, four two two six. Like it has really been four or five, or two. And and for Walker Bueller, you look at last year. I mean, seventy four innings, a one point nine three ERA at home. I mean, he only gave up sixteen earned runs in seventy four innings at home. Like, I I get why he's expensive. Like eleven K Fandle's really kind of overcompensating there, but I I do understand it. Like he he is the bet. He is the one I would pick, and I think most people would out of the two. But if you're looking to be contrarian, maybe in the late slate, maybe you go that way with Syndergaard. All right, so just to recap, we're looking at Pablo Lopez uh, as our favorite tournament guy of the night. You could put him in any situations as a secondary pitcher. I think we like him a lot. It allows you to go up and get the chalk of a Blake Snell if you want to go up and pay that. Chris is taking the other end of that uh, Walker Bueller game. I'm going to run away from it personally. I just have a bad feeling about it. On FanDuel, we talked about some of the pricing on some of these guys. That's just way better. Uh, Chris mentioned an unbelievable thing that I have not seen in some time, which is everybody in that Miami San Fran game is under three. So you can find a lot of bats there. Also on the FanDuel side, we're talking about that Royals lineup with Lopez, Merrifield, Mondesi, uh, Dozier, even O'Hearn he mentioned. So a lot of things to like there. We're fading away from Hendricks. We're going to attack Robbie Ray. On the other side, too, we didn't really talk about the, the Diamondbacks offense, but that's because they're really not a whole lot to get excited about. Without Peralta in that lineup, I think that really hurts that lineup as a whole. So I'm just going to stay away from them. But And can we get Kevin yep. Cronin in the lineup, please? Christian Walker's uh, like two for his last 50. Like, figure crazy. it out, guys. Well, listen, if he's, if he's in there tonight, I'll take a share of him. If sure. he's in there tonight, I will absolutely go for that. Jeff Hoffman's a quad A kind of pitcher, so give me that. I'm all about that. Okay, it comes down to it now. We've got a follow-up last night's double dip where Chris and I both got the home run calls right. So it's time to call our shot once again. I'll go first. Now, sometimes I like to be fancy, and sometimes I don't. Now, I'm going to tell you right at this moment, tonight's not one of those nights. It's not the kind of slate to get fancy, so I'm going to keep it simple, stupid, and I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado against the lefty Robbie two-thirds, as we've dubbed him here on the show, Robbie five and two-thirds. And, uh, you know, you don't get extra points for being uh, clever, but you do get points for calling it right. So I'm going to go take uh, Nolan Arenado at home against the lefty going yard. How about you, Chris? Where are you going tonight for your – your home run call. Yeah, I'm not going to get nuts either. I'm going to go with a lefty in Freddie Freeman up against ah, Anibal Sanchez. So let's there you go. go. So let's Freeman, go. 
Nolan Arenado. We're going big stars tonight. We are. So that's, that's how we're going. I mean, we kind of went big stars yesterday, and it paid off, didn't it? <laughs> it so, did. I was thinking about Meadows, another lefty I do like, but I got to go Freeman against Sanchez. Wait, oh, you trying to you trying to do the two for like the you did two the for, did you, Why don't you throw another one out there? I mean, hot fire. I mean, you all right, okay, five, all right. You know what? Five you, five. You've thrown down the gauntlet, so I'll take it. So here's my, uh, my secondary one, and I'm going to go with Hunter Dozier tonight against Ronaldo Lopez. How about nice. that? I like it. Four for go. four. I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm going to give you, you the lesser one, and uh, we'll see. If we go four for four, that, that would be – if we go four for four, that's it. That's it. Show's over. Show's over. Thanks like a Costanza, lot, Lawrence, we just leave on a high note. So Thanks there you for go. coming out. We are All done. right. So yeah. the one thing we really didn't touch too much about was uh, the betting lines of the day. So what do you see that you want to be in on today? Yeah, so I, I'm going to take that under and with LA and, and the Mets. Like, as much as I'm saying take a shot on Syndergaard, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I, I like the under there. I'm going to like uh, – I like the Braves at home. I like Tampa at home. I think we can get on KC. You've talked me into some Royals bats. They're underdogs on the road. And I'm going to take the under again in Houston and Chicago. I, I really am. I'm going to go that way. Um, and then I'm going to take the over in Philly and St. Louis with uh, Genesis Cabrera. If that game gets, you know, keep an eye on it because it, it may not even it may not even happen. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to. And Oakland at okay. home, Oakland at home, they're they're actually underdogs at home, which is mind boggling to me. Yeah. Get on and them. if you're playing the day slate, don't get fancy again with that. I think we go Paddock against the Yankees there. We go, we load up on the Reds, we load up on the A's. Don't get fancy there. Just to, uh, to let you know, Line Star app today loves Blake Snell's return on investment, even though he's expensive. That's important. They like your Walker Bueller too at 9 mm-hmm. 6, but not as much as the 11 3 or yeah. uh, whatever he was over on the uh, fan. And the side. biggest value, Joe, on is Ryan O'Hearn, another lefty against Lopez. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you, let's, let's get in there, baby. Let's do it. Let's go attack uh, Ronaldo Lopez. He deserves it. He deserves all of our ire, everything that we can throw his way. So that'll do it for us. And if the, you know, the game does get rained out in Philadelphia today, don't worry. Genesis Cabrera still has that second job that uh, he, she, or whatever could always fall back on. Lots of dollar bills. All right. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePZPS17, at Chris Median, at Star app. And, of course, make sure you're downloading the Star app and using it for all of your DFS needs. They've got everything, the best tools, the best talent, Great writers, great insight, great stats, everything there that you possibly need. Upgrade to that premium package, man, for 15 bucks. Be the best $15 investment, I'm telling you, man. It is so good. There's only thing, one thing, that's it, left to do. And that's step out of the on-deck circle, Chris, and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.